All right. See, look, you got a cup holder. We're, we're good to go. All right. Um, so today we're talking about conflict. All right. Um, and so uh, who has gotten into a bunch of conflict in their entire life? Well done. Yeah. Aren't just life is basically just managing conflict all day, every day? You know, I don't want to eat these. Well, Renee, that's what we're eating, right? You thought I was going to say the kids, but no. She can be mean sometimes. No. Um, so, uh, so conflict is a part of life, right? It's, the issue is actually not the conflict, is it? Like every day, right, we, we have things going on. We have clashing. We have, uh, we're at odds with each other. We are incompatible. Um, we can come into uh, we can come into conflict about things that matter, right? Do you fold or do you bunch? Right? These things matter, right? And we've got to figure out a way to resolve it. Um, well, serious note, you know, uh, you know whether to be vaccinated or not. We've got lots of conflict about this. Um, and then there's things that don't matter that much, right? Which Star Wars movie is the best? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that particular answer before, but I like it. None. None. Uh, what's the best or word food place to eat? Apparently, people care about this. What? That's your favorite place? That's the worst place ever to eat. We just, we just want to share with people. Sorry, so here's a nice, here's a nice uh, definition for conflict. It's when two or more people are disunified about something and neither wants to let it go. Right, does that sound pretty good? We're disunified something and neither other person's like, ah, it doesn't matter. We say it matters. And then the bottom line issue, uh, though, is not necessarily the issue, right? Like when we get mad, a lot of times it really isn't about that thing but we continue the conflict anymore. So remember, issues are normal, right? So we need to feel about, uh, figure out how we're gonna deal with conflict. So there should be a slide with this. So here's the real problem, not with the issue, right? But it's these things. Is when the issue comes up, how do we feel, right? I hate you, you smell, I wanna see your face. What do we do next? So I slap it, right? I uh, do something that I ought not. And then after we get these emotions when we're having conflict and then we respond in some way, then we've got to live with the aftermath, right? Because that, is that worse or better in your opinion? To live with what you did <laughs> in the midst of the conflict. I think sometimes that's the hardest part, right? We get mad, right? We say things. But then a lot of times what, what happens when we say things or get mad or somebody says something to us or we figure out that there's conflict and I'm not letting this go. How do, what, are, what are some things that we do after that? You do these things. Go ahead. Just share with me. I do these things. What you got? There's conflict. You make it worse. <laughs> and then you do what? Yeah. Act like it never happened. Very good. That's one uh, excellent tactic. Uh, so you get, there's conflict, you respond, 
And then what do you do after that? <laughs> Continue conflicting, okay. Uh-huh. And somebody says, hey, don't eat all the cookies. We want cookies for next time, whenever next time is, right? And so you eat all the cookies, and we're like, okay, should I be mad about this? Yes. <laughs> and so how are we, what is the aftermath? How else do we respond when we've, there's conflict and it hasn't gone well? What else do we do? Okay. Anybody else? Yeah. But that's not all you do. Sometimes you shut down. Sometimes you yell back. Sometimes you physically run away. Sometimes you run at the person. <laughs> what else? How else do we respond when conflict happens and it hasn't gone well? Sever the relationship. Sever the relationship. Yeah. Yep. They just had it coming. I don't know why, but just their face. Just I don't like it anymore. Yep. Use emotions to manipulate. Yeah. What else? What else do we do? Tell other people why we're right. Yep. We get, we, we get factions, right? We, uh, we go and we talk and we try to get our own group that tells us that we are the right one. What else? We regret. We do. And then what do we, and when we regret, what do we do? Hopefully, not much, not often. <laughs> I sorry to no one in particular. Oh wait, I have to say sorry to them. Uh, the kids are the best at that. Okay, you need to apologize to your sister who's in the other room crying. I'm sorry. No, not not just in general. Like you need to go, like go to them and like kind of be in relationship with them and kind of deal with it. And they they don't want to do that, right? We don't want to do that either. We separate ourselves. I can't even with them, right? I, I just, they're too, I just can't, right? And so we just don't, we separate ourselves and we don't do kind of the hard things that help us get over, right, the stuff. Have you ever, um, have you ever like thought, actually think about um, like a really uh, terrible conflict that you had with somebody in high school, okay? Got it? You're like, which one? <laughs> All right, you got your terrible conflict? Okay. Um, now, some years later, could be one, could be five, right? Is that thing, was that thing not as big a deal as you made it? Everyone slowly, yeah. I mean, unless they killed you, <laughs> right? That would be kind of an unovercomable conflict. Uh, but oftentimes, right, as we think back about those things, I would say most of the conflicts I've had in my life, I really should kind of laugh about them, right, because of the seriousness of the conflict. Not that it m didn't matter, but just how mad I got, like how ridiculous I was about the thing. Most often it was just like, okay, I, I need to laugh about that, or we need to laugh about how mad we got at each other because it really wasn't that big a deal. So um, I'm going to put some uh, scriptures on the board. It's going to couple um, couple uh, pages of them, and there's just two. And so what I want you to do is I want you uh, just to think through with somebody close to you um, about uh, the um, about the things we notice about these verses. Okay. So go ahead and 
So as we're looking at here, I want you to think about what the words, right, that stand out to you. So for instance, in 10.12, right, what hatred does and what love does. Right, what insolence does and what wisdom does. But then maybe what hot-tempered leads to. So just talk a minute as you look through those buzzwords, right, real quick, and just talk about what you see and what you notice uh, throughout those scriptures. I'll give you about two minutes, and then I'll just show one more slide of just some more and just kind of keep working through them. And, uh, and I'll ask uh, in just a minute um, just to share what you see there. Okay? So take a minute uh, to do that. All right, let's switch back to the uh, first slide. All right, so what's some, what's some things that you uh, notice about the words used and about what leads to what and other alternatives? Just kind of uh, pepper them out. What do you notice? Oh, absolutely. I can think about just little thing. We, we, go, uh, we go on trips together and uh, we're someplace and somebody's like, I, I, I have to have some Arby's. And everybody's like, I, I don't really have to have it. And they just go get some Arby's, right? And you're like, that's not that big a thing except like everyone wants to be together. And the person just like goes and gets Arby's because that's what I want versus like, well, I can eat whatever, right? And that doesn't seem like that big a deal except that that is ingrained in us. Like if I've just got, like I can at any moment decide I'm not doing that. <laughs> just arbitrarily. I wanna do this and not that. And so see you later, right? And so this is kind of the, the uh, I'm describing your friends, right? Oh, we were having such a good time and then so-and-so is like, I don't wanna see that movie. There's nine, there's 10 people one person does not want to see that particular movie as badly as everyone else, and they're like, I'm not going. <laughs> right? Anybody had this, had this uh, issue? Right? I think this is uh, exactly what uh, that's talking about. Right? Obviously, it can be much, much bigger things, or it can be somebody that just kind of right, separates themselves uh, in general. We have a lot, of, uh, a lot of folks that struggle with that. What else? What else do you notice? That's right. And so you seem right. Yeah. Right, yeah. So we do uh, like verbal um, Red Rover, right? Don't you want to come over to my side? I know you don't care, but I care. <laughs> Please think that I'm right. Other stuff you notice. Yep. 
is what Satan is trying to do at all mm -hmm. times, is to separate, and that conflict is a tremendous tool for doing that. And so I think so often, like, we're not kind of wise to what he's trying to do, and so we play right into those situations instead of, like, prizing the relationship over my preferences or over my right or over my personality. Yep. So, um, for what Renee said, here's uh, something that um, just popped into my head. This idea of, uh, so, so conflict is going to be, I want to do what I want to do more than uh, keep up this relationship. Okay? So, that's a good definition of conflict. I want to do what I want to do more than, right, keep up this relationship. So that includes Arby's, that includes like um, bad-mouthing somebody, that includes, you know, uh, uh, dissing my cereal. I mean, it really, like, it, it is like the dumbest stuff that we can get in conflict over, or it can be the most serious thing. But each time, typically I am making that decision, that I care about this more than you, whatever this is. Right now, deciding it. I decided. I like this more than I like you. <laughs> Any more that we see up there? Any other things that we notice? Yep. That's good. One more. Uh, flip over to the second second slide. What else do we see? What do I see a lot of? What kind of language? Yep. Anger. Hot temperedness. Think about how many. Uh, are you uh, are you a person that are is easily angered or irritated? I would absolutely. Uh, say that for a lot of my life I definitely was that and there were certain things that I would get irritated about more quickly than others but this is something that uh, the Lord has uh, really been helping me with as engaged to change that when you're thinking about you uh, think about your things that you have the least amount of feel like you have the least amount of control over getting angry right everybody all right think of your pet thing Think about the thing that you are most easily angered by. All right, you got it? <laughs> All right, now think about the next thing that you're most easily angered by. All right, you got that one? Like think about times when you've been angry over the last month, and it's typically about kind of the same types of things, right? Irritated about the same types of things. When you're in that state, how many times does it, let's say you're a bear and I have a stick and I poke you, right? When you're in kind of that state, how many times does it take for me to like poke you before you're, you kind of turn on the unsuspecting camper? <laughs> you heard the expression, don't poke the bear? So describe that situation for me. Not, not, not like what it is that irritates me, but like the state that you're in, you know, that you're kind of daring people <laughs> 
to poke you. What's going on? Y'all with me? You like that? That makes sense. You're irritated. Okay. Okay. So sometimes it doesn't even have to go wrong, right? It's our expectations. I asked my dad one time who has from time to time struggled with getting angry while he's striving. And, uh, and we'll say like, so what's going, what's going on there? Well, he has an expectation that literally every bit of traffic in the entire world should go how he wants it. Does that make sense? Like he literally is like, you go, all right, that's too fast. That's too slow. You need to stop because I need to turn there before you, you know, does that make sense? Like he wants total sovereignty over traffic and that is his expectation, right? So that's not necessarily uh, something that's gone bad, but we get in that state because we have these expectations, right? That the world completely and utterly revolves around me. And it's in that state is where I am when I'm grumpy, because that is not what the world gives you, is it? But you want it like, basically when I'm grumpy, I am at the height of my selfishness, right? I want, I mean, I'm so tired of like having to give in to everyone else. I'm just sick of it. <laughs> and so just poke me. I dare you just poke me. I want to give, you know, I want to tell you what I think about everything. Right, anybody's dad uh, been in this state for the last 25 years? <laughs> He's just mad that he can't do, right, the thing. We have a brother, right, we ourselves get in these states. Describe what that feels like for you. I, I describe what it feels like for me. I have no idea what that feels like. Right, you're like, oh, he knows this well. What does that feel like for you? Yes. Either one. <laughs> Pretty much, it's like, I don't think you want me to be here. I'm going to go away. I think that would make you more happy than what's, what's happening now. Yeah? Okay. You're just kind of walking on eggshells. What else? Yeah. Yeah. Say something I wish you would. That's good. Somebody else. Feels like God is up energy. Uh-huh. looking for a release. Yep. One more. Kind of going off of what Renee was saying. Like, for me, when I feel like there's conflict, or for me, like, since people think that I am, like, I'm not, I don't want to start conflicts, but I get in my head, of, like, I start overthinking and I'm trying to figure out why I feel, like, why something set me off the way it did, or why. And so, for me, it takes, like, it takes a really long time to be able to talk about, like, why something upset me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Kate, are you mad that you're mad? That's how I describe it. Anybody else, does that describe? Like, I'm mad that I'm mad? Like, I'm just furious for no reason <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel called out or I feel, you know, and that's where, but it just takes me minutes to figure out, like, I don't want to admit that. Yeah. It takes me a long time to be like, okay, so this is why I reacted the way I did. And this is why, like, this is how that made me feel. Yeah. So as you're thinking about that and we're describing how you feel, when we're looking, when we're thinking about like it takes two to be in conflict, right? <laughs> so there is the instance like that that's me, right? I'm, I feel bad for, feel, like, for being mad. Like I'm, I'm actually like angry. It's making me more angry because I'm angry for no reason. Like there's no reason to be angry, but I'm just mad that I'm mad. Right, and yet as we can internalize that, right, we also have no, uh, what if we understood that, like, other people can be mad that they're mad too, right, like, the, the thing that they're mad about, or that they're picking a fight about, or that they're just being selfish about, or stubborn about, is basically they're going through the same emotions that we are, right, how is that helpful to think about somebody that you're just really just really, really angry about that they are kind of going through the same things that we're going to versus they're just this kind of vicious brick wall that I've got to run through or run from. How might that be helpful to us? Go ahead. I think it opens the door to like be able to, you know, sometimes we don't need to understand why something set us off as long as we're walking past it. Yes. or when you're not angry hey let's talk about this as i'm not angry about what you know absolutely yeah good somebody else that's helpful Right, that the, they, hey, you're allowed to get angry too. That doesn't mean I need to meet your anger with like more anger or, or meet your, you know, because we just do stuff, right? And we meet kind of separation like, oh yeah? Well, <laughs> I'll walk, I'll not talk to you either if you're not going to talk to me, right? Sometimes it's, it's just the withholding, right? That separates us even further. So let's look at uh, each of the, some words that are pitted out here. I want to just draw your attention to them. And so I would encourage you, if you're a picture taker of these things, take a picture of this one, uh, and then another one will show up. And so these are some of the words, kind of the negative words that, we, uh, that come from these verses. And so I want you to like own um, like when, you're, when you have hatred in your heart. Like I have, I have hatred in my heart often. And, I, and I, can't, I can't really say that, like, I have a good reason to feel it, but I'm just feeling it, you know? Um, 
for all, I mean, just for all sorts of reasons and at all sorts of people. <laughs> uh, and yet, and that, but that's not okay. Does that make sense? Like, it's, it's like I have them, right? I need to kind of understand that it's not like just you're irritated, like you're hating that person right now. And I've got to deal with that at some later point, right? That, that there's emotions that I have, that they're wrong, but I don't just dismiss them. I need to kind of deal with them, like with that, what it actually is that I'm doing, right? So is that hard for you guys to think about that you actually hate people or are hating people in a particular moment? What the Bible says in Matthew 5 is that like hating someone in your heart is murder. Like it's that. So again, I'm not saying that you want to murder people, but that is what that feeling is, right? Hatred, like when somebody murders somebody, it's basically just hatred unchecked. Like they just kind of go all the way with it, right? And so all of us have felt that feeling. I don't want you to exist right now. Not just like if you go to the other room, that would be awesome. <laughs> but I really don't want you to exist. Intense dislike or ill will. Insolence. Anybody in here been rude or disrespectful for kind of no real reason? Or just because you could? Or just because you felt like it? Right, you know what that feels like when somebody just kind of unnecessarily is rude. And nobody really handles that well. But we do that, right? We just come off as disrespectful uh, to somebody. And, kind of, and sometimes we do it just to kind of set them off. A hot temper is easily angered. It only takes one poke of any sort, right? We go from zero to 100, right? Typically, that's when we're in our kind of most emotional state. So being, uh, to be slow to anger would be like, it's going to take me a lot of pokes, right, to get angry. Uh, perversity is this idea of, of uh, being contrary to acceptable standards. Uh, anybody not abandon arguments? Anybody? <laughs> uh, separating oneself from others, right? Like you're saying... I don't want to be a part, of, uh, a part of this group. I don't want to be a part of this friendship. I don't want to be a part of this relationship. I don't want to be a part of this team. Right? You just go over there. It can be kind of physical as you see a group of people and one person just walks over here. <laughs> and, it can be, uh, and it can be saying, like, I don't identify with you guys anymore. I'm out. Right? Like, there's all kinds of separating. Quarreling. Right? You just take exception or verbally disagree with something. This is a lot of how we communicate. <laughs> that we kind of, how, what do you guys talk about? I basically just kind of quarrel, just kind of lightly quarrel through my day with my friends. I don't know how else to communicate with them. Scoffing, ridicule, or mocking someone or something. We're good at that one. Being contentious, just like, I ask them to pick a fight. I don't like those, those branded pretzels. Oh, those, that type of dust is terrible. This type of dust on the chips is way better. Right? Let's separate over this, about the dust on the potato chips. It's very important. And then the, this idea of just anger, strong feelings of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Right? It's just feelings. <laughs> and so uh, the last thing I want to talk to you about is that these, are, these, uh, these uh, feelings or activities are active. Go back to the... Um, other one. Think about those. Are any of those passive? 
Is anyone making you scoff? Is anyone making you hate somebody? Well, it's just face. I just, it's just the face is so punchable, you know, like when you're mad. But is any of those, like just kind of happen, like you've got to do those things, right? I want you to sing that in. Like, I want you to take responsibility. I need to take responsibility for how I, right, what my, what, how I engage, like, what my part is in the conflict, right? We're in conflict when two people, right, are in disunity and we don't want to give it up. So any thoughts about that? That the activeness and the responsibility that you bear Right, with about your emotions, and not necessarily about that, we feel things, but what we do with those emotions. Because don't we want to dismiss them? Well, I was just angry. I'm so sorry. How would that be helpful if someone else took responsibility? Not you. (laughs) Why is that important? Yeah. Yep. But have you seen their face? It's just somebody else. Would most of the conflict that you get into if you just whispered to yourself, Rob, you're not the most important person in the world, would that do a lot for the situation? Are you sure? (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. So then let's look. There's a slide that talks about the same verses that what leads away from conflict. So we're good at being in conflict, but are we okay about getting out of it? And so look at this list. I feel really good that I never did any of those things (laughs) at one point in my life. I mean, not one of them. I was awesome at all of them. Like, not one time was there as a conflict did I do any of those. Anybody else there with me? I mean, I'm not talking like, oh, yeah, I did that one. I mean, none of them. It's not like I did three or four. I was zero. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I was 0 for 8. But what if you did one of those, if you tried it next time, what would that change? (laughs) It can't. It can't. It's really weird. If we just do any of those things, like just one of them, the conflict ends. Is that not funny to anyone else? The Lord is throwing me eight meatballs right, right down the plate, and I am just like... 
whiffing <laughs> every, every one of those. The conflict continues. I want us to then continue to sit in the responsibility that we bear, right, by not doing those things that we can do. Like we're actively not doing. I'm actively not seeking counsel. Just let me be mad, okay? <laughs> well, you could just love that person and just like, just want to be for them over and against yourself. No, I'm good. What about just not being contentious? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not giving in. It's my stick. How about just not be offensive? Well, how about them just... You know, taking a joke. (laughs) How dare they be offended about the offensive thing that I said? (laughs) Right? That middle one, examine what the fight is about through someone else. If someone else thinks it's silly, it's probably silly. No, it's not. I'm going to ask somebody else. No, that's pretty stupid. No, it's not. I'm going to ask somebody else. <laughs> right? And we will just keep on asking and keep on asking and keep on asking until we get our satisfaction. Right? But if we just do any of those things, right, the conflict would just go away. Right? We are, we are conflict makers. I don't know about you. I just, I am. So the last thing I want to look at here is uh, two passages First uh, Corinthians 13 and James 3. Let me just put those up on the board real quick. Uh, if these are not verses that you're familiar with, I really encourage you um, uh, to write them down, uh, to meditate on them. The next time that you are being uh, in your selfish place, <laughs> uh, these would be good verses. These verses are really helpful for me to meditate on uh, when I'm mad. Uh, because as I walk through them and it defines for me what love is, uh, I can very easily say uh, that I'm impatient and I'm being unkind and I'm being jealous and I'm bragging and I'm being arrogant and I'm acting unbecomingly and I'm seeking my own and I'm being provoked and I'm taking into account everything that I've been suffering. And I'm rejoicing in unrighteousness and lies. Man, that feels good, right? <laughs> I love being really irritated. And yet as I look at that list, right, I hate what those things are. And yet as I think about those things and I think about people in my life who have been patient with me and kind to me and uh, not arrogant with me and acting becomingly, seeking uh, my good and not their own, They're choosing not to be provoked by the crappy things that I say. They keep forgetting the things that I've done to them. They keep forgetting the crappy things I do. Man, that's love. And let's look at James 3.17. And so Proverbs is about wisdom. And I think I'm wise. Right? Anybody else think they're wise too? Yeah? And yet, is, is what I'm trying to do pure? No. So often it's impure. I have impure motives. I'm not looking to be nice or peaceable. Right? I'm looking to be harsh, unreasonable. 
full of vindictiveness. <laughs> Poor fruit. I'm wavering all over the place before we want to think it's right. I'm a hypocrite. And I sow seeds of unrighteousness because I want to be in conflict with everybody. But there is a better way. That is, we'll meditate on these ideas, right? That this is what love is, and I need to be more loving. That this is what it means to be wise, and so I will engage in the things that uh, take up my day in these ways. Everyone around us would benefit, and so would I. The, the, when you're grumpy, are you happy? Quite the opposite, in fact, right? You're just walking around in a state of unhappiness, <laughs> looking to unleash it on anyone <laughs> who dares come around you. It's like an, uh, anybody know what a Care Bear is? It's like the opposite of a Care Bear, right? Uh, a Care Bear is a weird thing. It's got like this power, like in his tum-tum, and he just kind of like shoots like luck or like love or like friendship or something like at somebody. And they just like magically are better. <laughs> and yet we are, I guess, no, no better way to put it, just uncare bears so often. Huh? Yeah. It's not uncare bear, it's care bear, right? She, she's shooting good stuff out of her tum tum. So let's, so let's, end, uh, let's end here. Um, there's one more uh, verse, Proverbs 18, 19, that I want to uh, touch on because I think it's really, really important, and it talks about uh, offense. And I'll, I'll want you to just get a share of hands who have felt this proverb uh, hardcore. Right, and it says this, Proverbs 18, 19, a brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And contentions are like the bars of a citadel. Anybody felt? Is that what that feels like? That I've offended somebody I love and I can't make it any better. Like they are just done with me. I love that. Like a strong city that has like blockades up. They've, they've, they basically, they've kicked you out of the city. <laughs> that you were once in. The bars of a citadel, like you're in jail. <laughs> right? And they've thrown the key away. And so here's a couple things I want you to do because that is our experience. So, what would be the natural response to knowing that a person offended, right, is like this? Like, if you, if you truly offend them, like, this is, this is what it's descriptive of. So what, what, would, what would be the thoughts or questions that you have as it relates to kind of this idea? Avoid this at all cost. Just knows like, oh, well, <laughs> this kind of is what it is. Talk to me. We're almost done. Yeah. Yep. 
not that concerned. And so we're like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, whether we're the one offended or we are the offender, like, it's just like, well, I guess I'll just find a new best friend. Right? Because in this situation, let's say even if I was the wrong one, I can apologize, but it doesn't like fix the thing. Like they've got to let me, right? Like both people have to say, let's move forward, right? And we don't want to, because it's, it's not that we don't feel the hurt, right? It's just like, it'll feel twice as bad if I go and apologize and they slap me down again, right? Or they slap me harder, even though I was wrong in the first place. Well, that feels like, well, they're wrong. <laughs> you know, for not accepting my apology. And we're right, and you're right. So what is our place to keep, uh, what is our place in keeping a brother or sister? Does it matter why they were offended? Here's my opinion. Um, That a brother or sister, this puts them as a high value item. Okay? I don't want to lose a high value item. Do you? Like at some point, they were something to you that really mattered. And whatever the thing is, they become as a stranger, as an alien, as an adversary to you, right? And so we've got to think about, well, how much did they mean to me? How much do they mean to me? I want to do everything in my power to make that right. Because if they're valuable, if they're more valuable than my pride, which I hope they are, then, then I think that's, in my opinion, that's the answer. Doesn't mean that you'll reconcile, doesn't mean that they'll do, but as, as it relates to me, right, I'm going to mess up in this life. I mess up a lot this week. So Rob, do something about it, right? Like, are you going to be a person that does something about the things that you do <laughs> when you mess up? Second thing, so is it our place to keep our brother or sister? Yes. As far as it is with us, live at peace with all men. Does it matter why they are offended? I don't think it does. I have racked my brain all this week. Is there any good reason why I should be offended about something that somebody does or not be able to get over it? I couldn't think of anything. Not one scenario. <laughs> where there was something to stay offended about. I don't know about you. And so if you can, let me hear about it so I can help others. But what I, so what the connection is, is that for me and my belief, there shouldn't be anything that anybody can do to me that I can't get over. Because there's nothing that God won't forgive me. And so there's nothing that I can't forgive somebody else. And so by that, in my opinion, I have no right to keep being offended. Regardless of how mean they were about it, <laughs> regardless of how much I don't want to let it go. That is, that is what it means for me. Let's pray. Father, you say in uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 7, Father, that when, when we are offended particularly, that it's already a defeat for me. Right, that we have law, that the people in times of Corinth, they had lawsuits against each other. Right, why would we rather not just be wronged? Right, if, if it's never that, it's never put in those particular terms, is it, Lord? Okay, so you can, um, so you can have a friend or you can have your principal. Which thing is more valuable to you? 
And Father, you tell us over and over again that you didn't die for a principle, Father. You died for people, and people are more important than principles. And so, Lord, that kicks me in the teeth because my pride loves principles. My pride loves to be right. My pride hates saying that I'm wrong. My pride hates taking responsibility. But, Father, I thank you that you took responsibility for me on the cross and that you want to teach me that living that way is better than the way that I live. And so that's why, Father, this topic is so difficult. Lord, that there's many tears that will be shed the more we think about the level of conflict that we cause, (laughs) the level of conflict that we keep going for no reason, and the amount of friendships that we lost because we just care more about ourselves than the people that we've offended, that we're in conflict with. And that's really the bottom line of my heart. And so, Father, I pray that you would forgive me for that. And I pray that you would continue to put in front of me, Lord, that who do I care about more? Right? That person? Right? That friendship? That family member? That relationship? Rather, or myself? And so conflict says, I choose me over them. Lord, help me not do that. Help us not be okay with that anymore. Help us learn to get out of just the the crappy habits that lead us to those divisions and that conflict. Lord, we love you and we praise you in Christ's name. Amen.